coming up in this episode, I, I thought recently about what makes a good Steelers season, uh, where expectations lie for, for this team for this year. So that's at the top. And then my buddy Brian comes back on third time in probably as many months. And we talked NFL predictions, going division by division, and then afforded each other the luxury of nitpicking why we were wrong, what needed altering. And so that is all coming up next, including at the end, a little, uh, our fifth rum bet that he and I have made. So stay tuned for that there at the end. That's all coming up next. So the answer to the question, what is a successful season for the 2022 Pittsburgh Steelers? I've had a couple of friends reach out and I know family, a lot of families in Pittsburgh and getting ready for the uh, onset of football season here and the question can come up what is what success for the Steelers this season because obviously we're coming off a quarterback who was at the home for 18 seasons Uh, we've got the quarterback situations in flux and the division is very good so what makes a successful season I think it primarily comes down to three things firstly it's got to be improved offensive line play I think that uh I think that almost might be more pivotal than my my second expectation that I have for this season in order for it to be uh, a positive season. Last year, the offensive line play was just straight up dumb. It was awful. Uh, it was a revolving door at a couple of those offensive line spots, and it was painful to watch. And yes, there was a potato sack at quarterback because Ben couldn't move and he didn't have an arm for the most part anymore. But last year was terrible in terms of the offensive line, and they tried some makeshift stopgap options with Trey Turner bringing him in, and they shuffled some guys around and, and tried second-string guys. I don't watch the preseason because it's a waste of time, and it's ridiculous that the NFL gouges people for their money. But from what I've read and heard this preseason for the Steelers, uh, the offensive line has, again, been incredibly suspect at times. That has got to improve. Uh, From what I've seen, that's been the case as well, too. I had pretty high expectations for the two new offensive line additions this offseason, James Daniels, Mason Cole. And uh, unfortunately for them, the bar is set terribly high. They've got to solidify that offensive line. They are truly going to have to earn their money, the 20-something million dollars each that they both got. They've got to earn that money. And if they suck, it's time to move on. Uh, It doesn't matter what you paid them. Um, you've got to get the best guys at the best positions on the field to give yourself a chance to win. So I think expectation one for the 2022 Steelers is the offensive line has got to be markedly better. Expectation two, there has to be a solution for quarterback by season's end. Um, I Maybe it's Mason Rudolph. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and insert some laughing there. Maybe it's Trubisky for for. I don't know, next year. He's under contract for, I believe, two years, so maybe it's next year past this year. Or maybe it's uh, Kenny Thrill. Maybe it's uh, Kenny Pickett. But my second expectation for these 2022 Steelers is you've got to know by the end of the season, do we have a solution in-house at quarterback, or do we know for certain that the quarterback of the future is not on the roster? Okay, Maybe we watch this season and Mitch Trubisky is a dumpster fire like he was in Chicago. And we know that ain't it. Maybe Mason Rudolph is traded to the Lions by the end of the time I record this, fingers crossed. Maybe Kenny Pickett is just not it. And as an older quarterback, you know, you know, similar to the Cardinals situation a couple years back where they knew it wasn't Josh Rosen, uh, so they went out and got Kyler Murray. You have to know that the quarterback is either on the roster or not. That's my second expectation for the Steelers this season, and I think it's I think it is secondary to the offensive line play because it doesn't matter if you have Joe Namath uh, behind that line. If the offensive line is a turnstile at all five slots, Joe Namath is going to be on his rear end. The last thing that uh, – the last expectation I have for this season, Steelers, is got to have a winning record. <laughs> Just kidding. Anybody that knows me well enough knows I don't care about that stupid Mike Tomlin stat. It's so stupid. It's so dumb and ridiculous. Uh, I really don't care at all about that uh, stupid stat that Tomlin has not had a losing record. Who cares? Um, Him not having a losing record in the regular season is such a fluky, coincidental statistic. Uh, Things happen. 
guys get hurt uh, across the league. Outcomes play out in your favor. Uh, teams lose games as much as you luck into winning them. So I do not care about that stat. And I just had to take a second to rant on how stupid it is that people talk about Tomlin having a winning record every season or a non-losing record, whatever nonsense it is. doesn't matter. It's stupid. It's a waste of breath. Uh, I will point out in this instance that since Tomlin uh, took these Steelers to the 2000, I get mixed up, 2011 Super Bowl, I think after the 2010 season, I just want to go on the record and state that uh, my man has 111 regular season wins. That's so cool. I guess that's what happens when you uh, when you never have a losing season. 111 regular season wins in 11 seasons. That is incredible. My man has three playoff wins in the same, same time span. Folks, that is a joke. Steelers are tied for the most Super Bowl victories for a reason. Um, it's because excellence is – it was built as the standard for many decades there, many seasons there. And uh, – and folks that know me know I'm, I'm real tired of Tomlin's act. Uh, how about win some playoff games? I'll take some playoff wins. That'd be nice. Um, so that maybe the uh, maybe we don't have – I'm going to do some quick math here. Uh, it'd be nice to win some playoff games so that you don't have 37 times more regular season wins than you do playoff wins in the t- same time span. So, Mikey T, how about win some playoff games? Maybe not this year. But if we can build that offensive line, figure out if the quarterback's on the roster, then maybe that's something we could do in the near future because I'm sick of winning the regular season and not in the playoffs. All right, my dude. So brought you back on. And so here's I I sent you the list. Here's the deal. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through division by division and going back and forth. And I'll hit you with my one, two, three, four for the division. And then you get to nitpick. All right. Okay. So you, you get the floor. You can be like, no, you're wrong about where you got this team or that. Um, give your insight on it. And then we'll switch. And you give me okay. your rankings and I get to I get to tear it okay. apart. All right. Uh, question, just All because right. I got to make sure I'm doing this right. Um, are we also giving what we predict their record to be when we give the order of them? Sure. I know, I know you are a psycho psychopath like I am that you did your your schedule grid, yep. and uh, we both have records prepared. So, yep. uh, yeah, hit me with them if you got them. All right, man. Well, you right. tell us where you want to start, and let's get rocking and rolling. All right. Well, we are obviously going to the uh, one of the top two divisions in the NFL, if not the top one, and that's the AFC North. My podcast, my division. So we're going to the AFC North, uh, and I want to start with actually letting you know. So what do you think my fantasy football strategy? I know nobody cares about fantasy football and who you have on your team, but the idea that I, so I got T Higgins, Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd. I feel pretty good about that. I mean, yeah. I mean, my thing is, is I know people that do spreadsheets versus spreadsheets, listen to podcasts, podcasts. They have every, you know, expert strategy in the world, but at the end of the day, like a bunch of nobodies. We have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, those are all solid pickups. Are they all going to boom? Maybe. Are they all going to flop? Maybe. Honestly, I think, you know, statistically you have three of them. They're all consistent players. I would say two out of the three are going to hit and you know, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. That's my hope. I, I hope that I got, you know, team just just went to the Super Bowl. I got three of the top receivers. All right, so anyway, here we go. Right. AFC North, uh, I have – I'm a realist. I'm not going to put the Steelers one because that's lunacy. There's no way they're finishing <laughs> first in the division this season. You don't, you don't so believe in Trubisky I, taking you uh, to the ship? Well, I, I have that at the top of this episode going into going into the quarterback situation, but I'm actually starting to lean toward they should play play Kenny just from the start, and that's different they're than how I felt it. over the summer. summer but uh, – yeah, he, he played in his co- his college ball there. He's a four-year starter. Um, he's looked good in the preseason. Let's just p- put him out there. Let's play Kenny. Let's just ride with it. We're not not fooling anybody by playing Trubisky for a year, so let's just put Kenny out there. I got the Steelers finishing fourth. Um, I got the Ravens actually winning the division, so I got Ravens at 11 wins, and then I got the Browns coming just ahead of the Bengals, um, and I got the Browns actually taking one of those wild card spots for the AFC. So 
that's my predicting. Here you go. It's time for your nitpicking. Where you got? What do you got for that division? Pardon my friends. Are you shitting me? We have it like reversed. Now I have I have Steelers going five and twelve. Okay. 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 First off, I'm sorry, but on. I don't believe in Kenny. Come on. Like I'm sorry, or Mitch Trubisky. Mitch has done nothing to prove to me that he is a quality quarterback. But also, the Browns organization is a total crapshoot, so I don't know. But, yes, Kenny's looked good in preseason. But also, I feel like, you know, Joe Schmo off the streak, I could look good in preseason. Like, no, I'm sorry. But, yes, you have, like, targets like Haywood. You have Watt on defense. You know, you guys are going to be decent, but I hate to say you're going to get wrecked. You have a tough, tough, tough schedule. And I'm sorry, yeah. but like I have you realistically, I think you are beating Cleveland, Philly, Cincy once just because it because they play good against Cincy at Carolina and Cleveland again. I have Cleveland at the bottom of that hmm. division. I have them going three and fourteen. Deshaun oh has looked, Deshaun has looked horrendous. Even when he comes back after his, you know, rub and tug suspension, he he looks horrible. He hasn't played in a season almost at that point two seasons. He looks horrendous. And I don't trust anybody. I was looking at their offensive line. Who do you have? And your defense is broken up and prone to injury. Like, I love Miles Garrett, but I don't think he can do it alone. Jadavian Clowney has been injured for the past three, four years. He's not going to be producing. And – their backfield is nothing. Not backfield, sorry, but like, you know, back end of the defense. You know, not expert here. So leading it, that that goes between Baltimore and Cincinnati. I literally have um, Cincinnati beating out Baltimore by one game. I have it down 12, uh, 12 to 5 Cincinnati, 12, 12 and 5 Cincinnati, and 11 and 6 for Baltimore. I just yeah. – Baltimore has weapons, and I think, you know – we saw this in college a lot with, with Lamar. When he has something to prove, he's going to prove it. This is the year where he has to prove it. It's either pay up and make his money or buy. You're going to be that quarterback that just can't close the deal. He just saw what happened with Burrow. He has fire lit under his feet. It's like, come on, man, show us up. Did you see, did you see that report for him? Uh, I saw something yesterday about him maybe being your boy Brady's replacement in, in Tampa Bay. Yeah, but, the, you know, if you read all of that, you know, it talks about – I remember one of the lines in it said, like, pending Brady retirement slash yeah. Lamar, Lamar and Baltimore parting ways. What's going to cause him to part waves? Him having a bad season. And I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's yeah, going to have not. an explosive season. Yeah, they're, they're so, probably just going to have to pay him in Baltimore. And I, I'm hoping – I think a part of my soul died. I don't know if I told you this yesterday. I, I actually drafted uh, Lamar for my fantasy position, which just continues my trend. I picked up Brady last year, and I drafted Lamar this year. And, again, I think part of my soul just went up to the heavens on Sunday night because I took Lamar. I actually think he's going to – It's one of my rules is contract year guys are worth investing in because I think they usually play to get that contract. So I think – Part of that goes into this division prediction here that he'll probably have a good year and good by his standards is win the division and then do nothing in the playoffs. Um, yep. I'm on the record as having to eat my shoe if he ever wins a Super Bowl. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about all the shoes in my closet. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think it. that it looks like the AFC North. The only thing we have really uh, terribly different is the that I have the Bengals not making the playoffs. You have them winning the division. And then you like took some Aaron Rodgers hallucinogens to to put the Browns with three wins and then the Steelers with five. I'm sorry, but I, yeah, I don't believe in either of those teams having more than five wins. Uh, looking at their schedules, they just play too good of teams this year. They're too put together. They're too experienced. I'm sorry. Like Cleveland, Cleveland's lucky if they beat Atlanta, Houston, and Washington. Like, I'm sorry. Like they'll get, they will get him back. What he gets, they get him back right before. Texas so they get him right back at Buffalo. 
then Tampa Bay, both of those are losses. He'll beat Houston because that's a grudge match, and it's in Houston. Going to lose to Cincinnati, lose to Baltimore, lose to New Orleans, might beat Washington, and definitely losing to Pittsburgh. You're crazy. You're insane, dude. All right, what's the next one? All right, well, home and home. I got my home division. We're going to your division. AFC, what are we, East? Yeah, AFC East. All right, I'm just like you. I'm trying to be realistic here. As much as I want the Pats to take it and knock knock Buffalo off of its pedestal, I understand we had it for 20 years. They're still the better team. I think Josh Allen's going to have a great year. Um, uh, In the four spot, I still have – the Giants, I have them actually doing better than last year. I had them at seven, Jets. seven and ten. Uh, Jets, what I say? Jets, right? Did it? What? I, my bad. It's been. It's been a long week day. two of teaching. Week two of teaching. Take two. All right. Uh, I have the Jets at seven and ten. You know, I think that they're they're building. They're still building. I think we're going to see a better production from Wilson. Um, then I have a tie for second and third between Miami and New England. Both of them at nine and eight. Hmm. I don't really know what to say about my boys right now. Uh, you know, Bill Cowher said, you know, they don't have any deep threats or big name players. Uh, when was the last time the Patriots had big name players that were right off the roster? They all proved themselves in a Patriots jersey. Brady was a six round pick, right? Like we talk about this all the time. So my biggest concern is the is the um, the deep threat, like we we lost a lot on the deep ball and defense, um, and you know just the production in the wide receivers. And but my biggest concern is the play calling. And if that comes together, I think we're going to win some games. I don't think it's going to be enough to take the division. And then obviously I have Buffalo just absolutely raking. I have them at fourteen and three. Ooh. I keep looking over at their schedule, and I just don't see anywhere else where they can loss unless it's one of those mishaps where it's like, ah. Oh, crappy weather got him involved or whatever the case may be. All right. So I'm fairly in line with your thinking. I think my only difference is I'm a little off with the numbers. Uh, so I'm with you, I think in the exact order, I got the jets finishing fourth dolphins, Patriots bills. Uh, I am, uh, I'm with you. I'm not as high on the jets. I think that Zach Wilson injury might linger a little bit the first couple of weeks. So I got the jets at five and 12, I think, like you said, they're still building. Um, they've got – I think they're more uh, potentially explosive on offense uh, this year than they have been in, in recent years. I have the Dolphins at 7-10. and 10. I, I'm not as bullish on the Dolphins as, as it seems others may be. Uh, to, last I checked, Tua is still the quarterback until they make a change. I don't trust Tua's injury history. I don't trust his arm strength. And then um, – the fact that they have Tyreek Hill is fantastic, but Tyreek Hill doesn't have Mahomes throwing to him. I got your I got your Pats at eight and nine, so I think I'm just slightly off your projection in terms of that win total. One game, yeah. And then I am nowhere near you in terms of the Bills win wins projection. I'm with you, winner of the division, playoff team, but I actually have them at ten ten and seven, uh, so way off your mark of fourteen and three. But I do agree I mean, that they're when I look at it teams. I was saying this weekend at my fantasy football draft weekend, I'm looking at a couple of these teams and I'll talk about the other couple while we're, while we're going through it, looking at the, at the bills, they're one of the teams where I don't believe they're a 14 and three team. I believe they're a 10 win, 11 win team, but I'm just looking at their schedule and just based off of what I know, which once again, I'm not an analyst here. What based off of what I see I can't find those other three losses. Once again, I think it comes down to like scenario, like who's injured that week, who's not playing, what's the matchup, what's the weather. Because easily, if we see another game that we saw in Buffalo last year where winds are, you know, crazy and the freezing temperatures and it's freezing rain, yeah, I think they'll get that loss. But looking at a spreadsheet, you can't predict that. Yeah, I think, interestingly enough, we'll get to, I think if you have your playoff projections ready, we'll hit those later in the in the episode. But um, I actually have the Bills going quite far in the playoffs. So it's it's a little um, it's a little dichotomous that I have them winning the division 10-7, and seven, but uh, I have them advancing much farther than that record might, uh, might indicate. 
All right. My turn. Next. NFC North. And this is one I can't quite figure out for the same reason with you and the Bills. I just can't shake the fact that in the NFC North, the Packers are going to be just the Packers again. They've got LaFleur. Mm -hmm. They've got Rodgers. They play in a crummy division that's getting better, but very marginally. I can't shake the fact that the Packers are going to be 13 and four. And like you, I've looked at the schedule. I'm trying to figure out where these losses are. And uh, the whole idea of predicting records I know is such a stupid crapshoot. But so I have the Packers finishing, winning the division, NFC North 13 and four with the best record in the NFL. Um, I have the Vikings making a wild card at nine and eight. I couldn't find Bears losses. I know the Bears are going to be rubbish, but uh, I got the Bears at eight and nine. And then I do think the Lions are going to be a little bit better, seven and ten. And I think I will be. Uh, I think I'm going to be a little surprised at how much better the Lions are than my record indicates, and how much worse the Bears are than this prediction record indicates. Yeah, uh, we're in line as far as the rankings. I do have the exact same. I have. Um, I figure this division's pretty easy. Yeah, I have. Yeah, Detroit. I actually have Detroit and and Chicago tied. Same thing. I was just. I couldn't really find wins doing a lot of the other matchups, like looking at other teams, I mark them as a win and then it adds up to a ton of losses. I have Detroit and Chicago both with four wins. I know that's not going to happen. Detroit's going to be a lot better, especially with a lot of their pickups. I think their off season was phenomenal, especially the draft. I think I, I know they're there. I just don't know where. I think I think we're going to be surprised by them. Chicago, I hate to say, I feel like they could still be a four a four in thirteen team. I just I don't see the wins really anywhere. Their wide receiver core is just absolutely atrocious. Um, <laughs> I think they, is, is is Darnell Mooney. I know you just did a fantasy draft this last weekend too. Is Darnell Mooney their wide receiver one? I that's what I was wondering. Is it Mooney? Please don't tell me it's Harry. I really hope it's not. Cause well, I think he's I think he's hurt, so he knocked himself. Well, off yeah, he got year. hurt, but like at one point, where you like I don't like I didn't recognize names. Like so, yeah, just to Mo- just to recap, Justin Fields has nobody blocking for him and nobody to throw to. It's like yeah, <laughs> in a in a first in well in a brand new coach, I just don't see them being better. And then, like you said, my, Minnesota, I think they're gonna be a yeah. I have them with. Um, yeah, eight and nine. I think they're going to be a decent team. I think they could easily take a wild card. Um, and then, God, Green, I, you're better than me. I couldn't find anything more than two losses. But I also am staring at this a little bit more and thinking it like, okay, this is going to give them some run. But honestly, I'm sorry to say, I think they have the easiest record here. You have to play Chicago twice, Detroit twice. And then this year you get the New York Giants, the New York Jets. Um, yeah, that's incredible. Washington, you get Dallas at home in this like around the time of when it's freezing. You get Tennessee at home when it's freezing. You get the Rams at home when it's freezing. Like, come on. That's crazy. I didn't. I didn't put together that their schedule was was that advantageous. The one thing I'll say for the Packers is we can root for our fellow Clemson uh, alum. I For some reason, I had missed that Sammy signed with the Packers, Sammy Watkins. So root for him up there in, in Lambeau playing with Rodgers because he's, he's got the skill to eventually ascend to the to the top spot if he's not already there for the Packers. And that's that's a pretty uh, pretty formidable one, you know, combo there for the Packers, Rodgers to Watkins. Yeah. yeah I, you know – I drafted him this weekend, and I got a lot of hate on it. He's a reliable person. I know that he lost so many people that he's throwing to, but he's going to find a way. And you know what? Are oh, you talking about Rodgers? You drafted mm-hmm. Rodgers. Yeah, drafting Rodgers. Yeah. And I think, I think we're going to see something good out of it. You know, he's 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 reliable. It's like Brady. It's like yeah. put anybody around Brady. He's gonna he's gonna throw it, and they're gonna catch it. Same thing but, with Rodgers. Yeah, I, I think that is a very comp- uh, appropriate comparison. Because I think about, you know, you put, what is it, Alan Lazard? I don't even know his first name, just Lazard. You put him out there with Rodgers, yeah. he's good for 800 yards and four touchdowns. It's amazing. Exactly. All right, what's next? What am I giving you? All right. 
your task is to deal with the muck that is the NFC East. I'll reward you uh, next time around, but you have to deal with uh, giving your predictions for this garbage division. You know, looking at this division, I hate to say, like, even though it looks like they had some rebuilding going on and some changes going on to the offense, you know, Dallas is going to be a good team. And so that's kind of where it fell. Uh, I hate to say it's kind of what I, you know, I think, you know, I still don't believe Daniel Jones is a, uh, is a quarterback. I don't know why we're still rolling with him, but I have the Giants actually with the uh, second worst record um, in the league. And then I have, so they're in fourth. And then I have Washington barely losing to uh, Philly, who takes the two spot. And then Dallas takes the uh, division. I have uh, Giants sitting at three and 14. I have um, Washington sitting at seven and 10. You know, they have some talent. I hate to say, and if guys stay healthy, you know, Ron Rivera is a good good coach. I'm going to say quarterback. Good coach. I think they can easily put together six, seven wins. Um, Then I have Philly with eight and nine, you know, still under 500. But, hey, it's a crap crap division. They'll still take the second seed. They'll probably, you know, be – in contention for a wild card at some, you know, throughout the conversation, but still ultimately won't get the wins that they need. And then Dallas, I have it 11 and six, you know, I easily think that could drop to nine and eight, but I think they're a good team, not a great team. Yeah. I think, I think the only one we have, I was looking at, uh, Bovada futures too. It looks like the, I was curious who, is the betting favorite, and it is the Cowboys. The Eagles are not far off, um, but it's it's pretty appropriately matched for what we've got here. I'm with you. I've got the Giants as the worst in the division. I got them at seven wins, though. Um, I got the Eagles eight and nine. I got the Commanders at nine and eight. I think they're going to be fairly competent. Um, I, I think Ron Rivera has worked wonders with uh, crummier quarterbacks than, than Wentz. Wentz has the physical – talent um it's it's just a mental thing i think with him and then it's i got the cowboys 11 and 6 i'm not as high on them as it seems you are but i this i don't like this division it's also stupid that it's the nfc east and the cowboys are in the middle of the country so that's dumb i've always had an issue with that so yeah stupid NFC i think east. the only thing that might change my decision not gonna lie you know i was looking over again at their at their new roster and you know they do have a great wide receiver core this year. You know, they have a lot of guys that can catch the ball. I guess my biggest question when it comes down to Philly is can Hurts throw the ball? Yeah, it's it's the same question it's, we talked about with Danny yeah. Dimes and, and it's like, Tua. Can I think play? like it's one of those things where it's like, you know, last year we were like, oh, he's running the ball every play. And next week he was hitting every dime. And then the next week missing everything, you know, by five yards. It's like, what are we going to get? Eventually you need the the consistency to be able to win the division. Yeah, I think it'll be a big year for the Eagles. Like you said, they got some weapons. Devontae Smith, um, they added uh, A.J. Brown off the Titans. So he's he's got no excuses. He's in no excuses land where he's got to perform this year. They're going to go a different yep. direction. Um, got some good running backs. Uh I almost said LaShawn McCoy. That's <laughs> Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell. They have some pieces on offense. Um, Goddard's a fairly reliable tight end. And uh, it's it's the year for the Eagles to make some moves. Yeah. If they're going to do it, it's up to Hurts. All right. We are heading to the West Coast for a back-to-back here. All right. I go, I'm going first. Uh, we're going to do the AFC West first on the West Coast. And so I actually have the Raiders finishing in last place in the AFC West with the same record as the third and second place finishers in the division. I have the Chargers finishing third, and I have the Chiefs finishing second. All three of those teams finishing at 10 and 7 in the AFC West. I think the AFC West is going to be a beast this season. And then I got my winners, the Broncos. I got the Broncos winning the division, uh, tied for the second best record in the NFL, twelve and five. 
I'm high on the Broncos this year. You know, my draft mates are going to think I'm an absolute moron for where I drafted versus where I placed them. <laughs> so I drafted Russ because, in the words of Russell Wilson, Broncos fans, let's ride. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Um, so, you, so you have Russ and Rodgers. I have Russ and Rodgers. I, I trust Rodgers, but at the end of the day, I trust Russ more. And, you know, it's good to That's have both. Fair. That's fair. So um, this entire division is separate between four games. I think this is going to be what NFL fans are excited for. Um, I have Denver finishing at 10-7. and seven. Um, I think there's going to be some hiccups. I think uh, – you know, I think, you know, between injuries and that stuff, you know, I know, I know Russ is going to ride, but you know, what ride. the talent, the, ta- the talent behind him, you know, I just got to see it. And that's really where that's I fair. am there with that. Uh, I have Las Vegas finishing third at 11 and six. Um, LAC <sighs> defense wins championships, baby. And you know what? Their defense looks real good. You know, I hate they took my man, J.C. Jackson. And uh, they now, was it, Cleo Mack and Bo- – Oh, I forgot they have him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I for- didn't realize that uh, pickup either. And, you know, obviously they have, you know, their reliables too. It's just going to be a good football team. And th- once again, I think this is the year of the quarterback. Can they prove themselves? Is it finally time for Justin Herbert to get in the conversation with Patty Mahomes and Josh Allen? And you know what? I think he finishes the season at a 12 and 5 record. I think he wow. takes one of the wild card spots, but Patty Mahomes is Patty Mahomes. I have them at Wait, 14. Are you, the, are you the only living soul that calls him Patty Mahomes? <laughs> I am. And you know what? I'm going to stick with it. Uh, Patty Mahomes, because we're going to continue this. Patty Mahomes. I have him finishing at uh, four, 14 and three. Now, looking at both of those, I could easily swing two games either way. Now, we had a long conversation um, with some buddies about really what's going to happen in Kansas City. But if you, but just like you with the um, Bengals, uh, my college best friend Ryder, he drafted three Chiefs, and the exact mm. same words came out of his mouth: two out of the three are going to hit. Who'd he take? Like, Who'd Ryder pick? Ooh. Uh, so I, I, I'll give you some names. Seconds. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you some names because I, I do like the fact that I hate Juju left, but Juju leaving the Steelers for the Chiefs, that's a terrific pickup for the Chiefs to fill that spot of, of Tyreek Hill. Not in the way that that Juju's a burner down the field, but he's a big body that's going to make some noise over the middle of the field. They got Marquez Valdez-Scantling so, from the Packers. He took he Travis Kelsey – uh, Edward Teller and uh, Juju. Yeah, yeah. See, I think well, I think they reloaded as well as you can when you lose a talent like Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sorry, I was taking a swig of water, but yeah, exactly. Oh, and I think they win the division. And you know what, LAC, I think them taking uh taking wow. a wild card. You know, and. Playing it out, the other two had great seasons. I think it's just, you know, just you need that little extra edge. Now, I would not be surprised if we have this conversation in the season where, like, wow, we had that flipped, and it goes Denver, Las Vegas, and then the other two. Who knows? This is just going to be a fun division to watch. Yeah, I agree. How many uh, – so let me ask you, if, if the if the Chiefs finish 13-4, and four, is Mahomes the MVP? I think if the Based Chiefs, projections. if the Chiefs finish fourteen, you said thirteen and four. I think is that what you said, or you just said fourteen and three? Whatever you said, is he is he yeah. the MVP based yeah, on the yeah. rest of what you predicted? No, I think okay. it's Josh Allen. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I think it's a better team. I think he does. I think he's the better. I think he's gonna have a better stats here, at least me personally. Okay. We'll see. I, I will say, I will say, if if you have like you're talking about Herbert maybe being 12 wins, maybe being as high as 14, you could see it. I think if he finishes at that range uh, in terms of a win total for that team, yes, they have pieces on defense, 
yes, he's got some weapons on offense, but I, if, I'll be astounded if that's what Herbert does this season. And I think if he carries that team and that second year coach to those kinds of heights and, and wins the division and has you know, 12, 13, 14 wins, I think he's got to be the MVP. Uh, assuming that he plays well, that's that would be pretty uh, pretty remarkable for him to pull that off. Yeah. All right, so I'm getting the West and the NFC. That is correct. You're up. All right. All right. Well, we're gonna lead it off with the stinker of all stinkers. Um, I love Pete Carroll, but I'm sorry, Drew Lockett is not your man. Did you just and- you just combine Drew Lock and, and Tyler Lockett? I like that though. I did. I did. Because you know what? He's a nobody. I don't even remember his name. That's pretty <laughs> much where I'm at. Drew Locke. Okay. Um, they, I believe, will have the worst record in the NFL. Okay. I, you know, Metcalf is great. Uh, Rocket is great. I, that's it. That's- and you know what? This is going to sound crazy. I say they go 2-15. and 15. Yeah, I do have and, a two and fifteen team as well. We just haven't yep. hit them yet. Yep, they're two and fifteen. Sorry, it's going to be a bad year. We'll get number one. They'll get the number one pick. Great job, cool. Um, and then I have Arizona crap in the bed. I have them at six and eleven. I think the I think there's issues in the mm-hmm. locker room based off of this off season. They have a ton of injured prone old players. I, Kyler Murray's great, but I feel like he's injured-prone. I feel like he's inconsistent. Uh, When he's hurting, he's relying on his arm, which isn't reliable. It's just – it's a mess. I have them at 6-11, and and then I have San Francisco making a run for it. They actually get uh, one of my other um, wild-card spots at 11-6. and Okay. And then I have Rams, like Green Bay, has an easy schedule. I can't find any more than two losses. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, look at this middle of the of the season stretch. They go starting with week five. Week five, they have Dallas at home, Carolina at home, a bye week, then you get San Francisco at home, which I think that's the toss-up one, at Tampa Bay, home against Arizona, at New Orleans, at KC, Seattle, Las Vegas. That is tough, but you look at comparatively against most of those teams, they have the edge. They have the overall better team than some of them. Almost all of those teams are good, but you got to ask yourself, are they better? Answer is no. Basically, and, and, and like I to, to close it on a more football note, defense wins championships once again. And their defense is astounding. Astounding, sorry, astounding. And you know what? Like, I, I just don't see them really losing, but I know they're gonna. And you know what? I Matt Stafford could easily turn back into the Detroit Lion that we all know and love, and I could be making fun of myself at the end of the year. Cool. But yeah, so I have LAR, um, then San Francisco, then Arizona, and then the embarrassment of the NFL. Uh, yeah, I think – the one thing that that's going to go – so I have I have the, the Rams in a, in a similar place as I had the Bills where I think that judging by McVay's attitude towards the preseason, uh, he's going to have a similar attitude, and the Rams know that they're good. It's like you've said. They know that they're good. They just won the Super Bowl. They're going to, to try to repeat it to the best of their abilities. Uh, I don't think they're going to be full throttle all season. I think there are going to be games where they are perfectly content to chill. We don't need this as bad as the other team needs it. We know we're good. We know we play in a division where we're going to pummel the Seahawks twice. We know we're in a division where we could hang with the with the 49ers at least one of two times, if not both times. And we could probably take both games against the Cardinals if we wanted. 
So I have them at, at the one spot in this division as well. I have them at 12 and five. And I think that's going to be a, a, uh, an incredibly lazy achievement at getting to 12 to five. Cause like you, I think they could probably win most games on their schedule, but you mentioned that uh, Tampa Bay game for the Rams in week, uh, week nine, I think they're coming off a bye. Then they'll go, they'll play San Francisco at home and then they travel to Tampa. I think that's going to be one where they just think we don't need this. Yeah. We'll I fly think across in, in, the country and it's not that important to us. I put stars next to what I consider potential going the other way. And out of all my stars, I look at the one and I really think that's going to be my, my switch because they're going to be gassed after playing in San Francisco in San Francisco, trying to, you know, win that divisional game. And yeah, I think that could be it. And you know what? Yeah. When in doubt, believe in Tommy. Yeah. I think that's going to be one where I think Brady's going to do everything in his power this year to go out on a high note. And so I factored that into the buck schedule we've got coming up. And I, I, like I said, I think the the Rams are truly going to be at times like, Hey, this is, you know, looking at new Orleans week 11, where they yeah. travel to New Orleans right before a game where they're traveling to Kansas City. I just think they're going to mail it in some of those games, for, for lack of a better term. But, you know, they're still going to try. But if we lose, it's not the end of the world. This is we're talking week nine, week 11, week 12. We're talking week four at San Francisco. We're not going to go out there and, and give it our all for these games because we don't need to. We'll make the playoffs. And then that's where it counts. Yeah, exactly. All righty. We are going to finish up with some South divisions. And so I get the AFC South. I have, one up here. I have, yeah, well, this is, this is, I think outside of the NFC East to me, the AFC South in recent memory has been the, one of the premier crapshoot divisions uh, because we have some crap teams. This is where my first pick team resides. I have the Texans at two and 15, uh, in Davis Mills, we trust, but I just they don't have anybody. They don't have talent on this team. Uh, they have Damian Pierce. I just drafted him in fantasy. Never heard of him before, but I guess he's going to start at running back for the Texans. Uh, I I don't know who's their receivers. I guess um, Brandon Cooks is their number one. Great. His yep. best years were eight years ago or whatever it was. Uh, their yep. head coach, they pulled out of the depths of the college fireables and Lovey Smith. Uh, I think they are trying to claw their way out of this Deshaun Watson carnage, and they're not doing a tremendous job of it. So I've got them 2-15. and 15. Pretty high on the Jags this year, but taking that with a grain of salt because pretty high on the Jags has you at six wins. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm high on them. I think they're going to come out of the stupor they've been in the last couple of years a little bit. I think Trevor's – We'll talk more about this in a little bit, but I think Trevor's going to show some gains this year, having a competent adult at coach. Um, I got the Titans at 7-10. and 10. Uh, A regression there, no A.J. Brown, relying heavily on Derrick Henry. And then the, the Colts winning the division 10-7, and seven, a little bit of a rebirth from Matty Ice. And uh, Jonathan Taylor looks like Jonathan Taylor. I think Michael Pittman's going to have a great year. And so there we go, Colts, Titans, Jags, Texans is my AFC South. We're not far off at all. Um, so, yeah, I have Houston with one more win. I could I could scrap three of them. Uh, the three that I have are I have them beating uh, the Giants. I have them beating Jacksonville. Just feel like they can split that series. And, um, yeah, and I have them uh, potentially beating, you know, Washington. You know, I think like that was one, you know, coming off a high of a win of beating, you know, a Giants and getting that first win of the season, they might get two, you know, or I also have a star next to the, to the Cleveland game. And I think that could easily be taken as well if Deshaun, you know, is just as bad as I truly think he is. Um, after that, um, I have Jacksonville where the reverse, you know, I love Trevor. I think he was a great college quarterback. I think he's going to be building. Now, I just – new coaches coming into new programs that were just as horrendous, I don't see that giant leap. Everybody always hopes it's like a, you know, flick flick of the switch and boom, you're, you're winning the division. And I, you know, I have them winning seven games. I think that's a ton better than last year, and, you know, kudos to them. 
Um, and then after that, I have in second, I have Tennessee. Now, a lot of people are going to give me give me junk for this. I did not take Cooper Cup second overall in my fantasy uh, pick. I ended up taking uh, Derrick Henry. I just think that, you know, as a running, there's not a many running backs out wow. there in fantasy. And, you know, I think he's got some bad breaks. You know, last year's injury was not, you know, condition or old age or whatever. I think, you know, he still has it. I still think he has it in him. He's not Jonathan Taylor. He's not as explosive as he was in years past, but he's still going to put up some big numbers and he's going to help carry that team, especially because they don't have the wide receivers to go other places. But we'll see what happens. I have them at nine and eight. And then, um, same thing. I have Indy winning it. I think, you know, Matt Ryan is rejuvenated. I think he's excited. I think uh, they have some real good um, quality receivers. And the bigger thing that I think Matt Ryan is very lucky to have, he actually has an offensive line that's not made up a bunch of fifth graders. Um, <laughs> and, you know, doesn't hurt to have Jonathan Taylor as your back either, you know? So I have them at 11 and six and they win the division. Right on. Yeah, I think, well, I think it's fairly straightforward in, uh, in that division that we've got the Colts at the top and then Texans at the bottom and who cares in the middle. All right. So last division, your NFC South. I don't know why it's your, I guess you grew up outside of Charlotte. I don't know. It's closest to home for us. What's your NFC South look like? Uh, all right, NFC South. Uh, Atlanta uh, tied for the second worst, uh, you know, record in the league with uh, three wins. <laughs> I just couldn't find them. Like I, you know, I I know that they have some talent here and there, and Mariota is excited to be back in a starting position, and Atlanta fans are excited about Mariota, but. I don't see the wins there. I'm sorry. Um, And then uh, after that, I love Baker. I really want Baker to have a a good season. But, God, Carolina is just a mess right now. And we talked about this when it comes to, you know, Cleveland and Arizona. I feel like there's locker room drama. There's front office drama. Their coach can't make a decision. Last year we had the quarterback carousel. I think if um, if the preseason didn't happen, you know, we would end up having another coaching carousel in Carolina. I really don't understand what they're doing. And honestly, last year Sam Darnold did not have protection, and they didn't pick up any O line. Yeah, that I know of, or at least you know, got, nothing that was recognizable. And they got uh, what's his face in the draft, Icky, whatever his name it, is at yeah. NC State. But, but beyond that, I don't. Beyond you know, I don't that, think they did much. That's what I mean, like recognizable. It's not like you know that I'm trying to remember which team it was, but I remember there was a team two years ago, I believe, that like first three picks were all were all linemen. It it seemed like, and you're like, what do you do? But that's the thing, like that's you go all out and didn't have it, so I have them at six and eleven. Um, after that, I have New Orleans having a good season at 10 and seven. I think they have a lot of people's numbers this year. I think it's just the schedule plays in their favor. Um, if, if, um, Jameis plays, you know, to his capability, doesn't get injured. I think he could easily have a, have a good season. Uh, Michael Thomas, you know, I, is definitely, you know, I know he's getting older, he's injury prone and, but I think, you know, I think he still has some feist in him. And you know what I mean? I think it's going to be good to watch down there. And then I have Tampa Bay ending it with 13-4. and four. Just looking at theirs, I just don't see the losses. And I will say this as a former Patriots fan, and I'll say it to the end of the day. Trust Tom. Trust Tom when he has fire underneath him. And after the career that he has had, for somebody to say, I'm still hungry and I need to come back. You know, he has some unfinished business and I think he knows it's this season or nothing. He's going to fight for it. Yeah. What, what'd you have? Uh, what'd you have the Bucks record? Uh, 13 and four. Okay. All right. So we're close. Exact same rankings. Got the Falcons five and 12. Uh, so a few more wins than you. I think uh, 
I like to think that they're maybe uh, going to be the starts of trying to build something this season. Kyle Pitts, um, actually knowing who your running back is going into the season, Cordell, Cordell Patterson. Uh, like I said, Mariota is a competent quarterback when he's healthy. Not a lot to write home about the Falcons. I got the Panthers 6-11, and 11, same as you. So just under that Vegas win total. Shout out, Wani. I got the Saints 8-9. and nine. Uh, So slightly below you, not with a winning record. And then I got the Bucks at 12-5. and five. So I think, like you mentioned, Tommy's on a mission. I do think that number might be a little inflated. They've had a lot of injuries. It doesn't seem that he's 100% mindset in on this season. Um, the whole retiring, thinking he was going to Miami, thinking he was going to Vegas. Uh, maybe that comes into play this season. So I, I just going back couldn't find the losses to really give the Bucks, but I think twelve and five is probably a little inflated. I think it'll be a little less than that, maybe that 10, 11 win uh, range. Yeah, but that's it. So we're we're pretty comparable on all these. I think the only things that really stood out to me was uh, the AFC West. Your your um, love for the Chiefs and and the Chargers a little bit more than me. Uh, not as high on the Cardinals as me. And then again, the fact that you, I don't know, had something going on in your brain where you had the Browns with three wins. I had them with 10. So we we're very opposed in that sense with the AFC North. Yeah. What well, is, uh, what is your final four? So like, you got championships, Super Bowl, and who's your, who's your winner this year? This is the moneymaker round right here. All right. I think we finally get what we want. I think we get the Buffalo Kansas City AFC Championship. Okay. And I Ooh. think this year it's in Buffalo. Okay. I'm I'm uh and I'm with you except I um, have that in the first round, but yeah, that that'd be great. I'd be all in for that. Yeah, I have them one and two just based off a record. So obviously it couldn't happen in the first round for me. Um, but I, I'm so sorry, Puppa, for saying this. Bill's Mafia is coming out, and I think they're going to help them win. And yeah, so I have them in it. Then obviously it comes down. I think that we're going to actually see um, – I. I have a toss up here. This is why I was like, don't, don't ask me this question. Cause I technically <laughs> I couldn't make a decision for, um, <laughs> for the NFC. I have LAR, but I don't know if it's going to be, if it is going to be green Bay, I have a star next to them. And I said, well, who else could it be? And I think this is where we're going to see one of those like wild runs. I really think it could be a San Francisco team, but I also mm-hmm. don't trust Trey Lance. So right. I, like, could it be, you know, one of those crazy ones where we see like, you know, Dallas finally, you know, so no, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to play it safe and sell a- LAR and, and uh, Green Bay. Um, Actually, you know what? No. I'm going to change my decision and throw a wild one out there. I think Tommy Boy does it. I think it is LAR, and it's Tampa Bay, and then it's Buffalo, Kansas City. I don't think Tommy Boy beats LAR. I think it is LAR versus Buffalo. I think Buffalo takes the win. Okay. All right. Well, I, uh, I'm pretty and similar. I'm puke because I just said that. Yeah, I, well, I'm pretty similar. Uh, I have an AFC West versus the Bills in my AFC Championship. I just I cannot shake this Brown Broncos. Uh, just something's there. I feel it. Let's ride. So I have the Bills trumping the Broncos in the AFC uh, AFC Championship. And then I'm with you. I got the Rams as the lower seed going to Lambeau and beating the Packers. Sorry, Rogers. And then I'm with you. I got Bills over Rams in my Super Bowl. I think that's why I said earlier going back a ways that I have the bills at 10 wins, but I think they're going to earn four wins come playoff times where it really matters. Um, and so it's, it's not the regular season, but it's the playoffs where, uh, where it's time to shine. Before we leave my question to you, what is your wild card prediction? The one that people think that you're just out of your mind for the season. 
could be individual Ooh. team something. Golly, that's a that's a heavy question. That's a good question. Uh, I'm looking at things. You're putting me on the spot here, man. Uh, I'm looking at things here. Um, okay, I, I think I can give you one. This is insane, and I don't know that I totally believe this, but as I'm looking at things here, uh, I could, I guess, in some universe, conceive. Uh, I could be on board with the notion that the Titans decide right before the deadline, screw it. We've got five wins. We have no weapons. We're burdened with Tannehill making way too much outrageous money. Derrick Henry's on the wrong side of his prime. He's a big dude. He's been hurt in the past. Who wants him? Derrick Henry's on the block. Ooh. I, I don't know that I totally believe that, but, but you put me on the spot. Yeah. All right. I got two for you. Both both involve the end of year awards. I'll give you the less crazy. Josh McDaniels, coach of the year. Wow. What did you have the what did you have the Raiders at? Schedule? I have uh, the Raiders. Sorry, yeah, I have the Raiders. Even though they 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 finished third, they're eleven and six. Okay. Okay. That could do it. And then the one that you're gonna hate me for, but I'm going to end like any Patriots fan should end. Doesn't win, but is in the conversation. Mac Jones is in the conversation for MVP. All right, you're out of your freaking mind. That's insane. That's lunacy. It's ludicrous. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. All right. Well, he looks bigger. He looks better. He doesn't look like a 12 year old. He has some threats. He was accurate. He was the most accurate of the rookies last year. He had a phenomenal rookie season. It's year two to prove himself. He's already said it in multiple interviews. He's ready. In the words of Russell Wilson, let's ride. <laughs> All right. So that, that gets to the last thing I wanted to cover here. We have floated this idea. I'm just going to give a little background. So you and I have gone back uh, two years, uh, two plus years, um, back to when we made a bet about would Renfro ever be drafted into the NFL, and I lost that one poorly. Um, we have this idea of what we call a rum bet, where you and I make a bet as to uh, who owes the other a bottle of rum based on a myriad uh, of things. Uh, I remember we, I stupidly bet you on a Steelers-Pats game at one point. Uh, two Steelers-Pats games, actually. All right, well, we're not Can we just make sure that the listeners know what the record is currently? No, we don't need to do that. We'll, we'll strike that from the record. Uh, I, yeah, I'm 4-0. I'm four and zero. Just letting everybody say, know that I'm four and zero. <laughs> I just I just don't do very well with these rum bets. Uh, we had I think a, a run for a one, a two Steelers ones, and then um, our our one we did a couple years ago where we guessed all four semifinalists for the the three major sports: football, basketball, and baseball. But here's the rum bet that we floated, and that is who has the better second year, Mac Jones or Trevor Lawrence? Because I am. I'm feeling pretty good about DL, and I know you are obviously smoking something, and you feel very good about Mac Jones. So what we're, we're going to hash it out now? What are the parameters of this bet? Uh, what what are we using as our as our, uh, our you know what numbers are we using to base this bet on? Uh, what what is this bet going to look like? How are we going to judge who actually had a better season? Let's do five. Five parameters. Five parameters. Wins and losses. Oh, see, now I'm going to lose that one already. No, no, I'm not agreeing to that one. No, 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 because that that shows whether or not he has a good season. That's just one. You can still win the other four or three of them and win. Okay. Okay. Completion percentage. That's fair. Overall passing yards. Passing touchdowns. I think I can get you in uh, passing yards. Maybe touchdowns. Mm Mm-hmm. And we already said completion percentage and QBR. Okay. I was thinking QBR might be one to keep in play. Okay. So QBR, passing yards, passing touchdowns, completion percentage, and wins. Yep. Simple matchup. Whoever whoever gets the advantage gets the point. First one of three points wins. All right. I think I can agree to that. We'll, we'll – uh... We'll, we'll virtually handshake here. I think I'm good with that. Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, five categories. 
the rum bet is in play. Let's do it. Uh, we have to make sure that the rum bet commissioner uh, Yeah, I'll talk to my wife. Right. <laughs> she, she should be fine with it. She 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 believes in TL, just like me, even if she doesn't hey. believe in me as a rum better. Yeah. Go Tigers, but I'm sorry. It's going to be Mac Jones. All right, well, we shall see. Sounds like a good run bet. Thank you, dude, for coming on as always, dude. Oh, for sure. And I cannot wait to hear all the haters trying, like why we're predicting all these craziness. Absolutely. All right, till next time. All right. All right.